As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the For Us podcast, the podcast for you. And for us. We back. This is actually crazy. Why? It feels like it's been a lifetime since we shot a podcast. 100%. How long has it actually been? Uh, it's been I, over a month. It's, yeah, a little over a month, I think. Wow. A lot has changed. It was maternity leave. Mater- pa- maternity, paternity leave. Yes, paternity, that's for me. Yeah, that's for you. Nice. Wait, what's why is it a P? Oh. Parent. I'm a parent. Oh. But why mine's maternity because mom? Yeah, I guess so. But what's the P? Why wouldn't it, it be daternity? Daternity. <laughs> daternity and maternity. I don't know. I don't know. I take it out with the person who created the word. Okay. Yeah, um, how do you feel? I feel another season. Oh, I thought you meant just like in life. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that in a second. Just another season of the podcast. Oh, yeah. I feel good. We have like some really exciting things I feel like happening. Yeah. Like a new set yeah. will be happening. Yeah. And like just. I don't know. You probably know more exciting of the stuff than I do. Nah, <laughs> for real. We this is gonna be a, a fun season. I'm treating this us coming back. I feel like we have a relationship now. Like we, our community. Like we feel like we, the the for we us like podcast know. fam. Yeah, we know the audience. We rock with y'all now. We was you know we was just testing out stuff in the second season, and um, now we're 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 here, and I'm. I'm going to start saying, I'm going to say this now. I'm coming hard with everything. Nice. Like, I'm not holding back. Oh. I felt like we held back a lot. You mean just like on the things we talk about? Oh, yes. I f- only because I didn't know who we were talking to. I didn't know who we were rocking with. But so now, what you about to talk about? No, I'm just saying, on our topics. Babe, we need to be careful. We're not trying to get it out here get canceled. I, who cares? Okay. I ain't going to get canceled regardless. But I'm just saying, I, I know who I'm <laughs> rocking with now, so I don't have to hold back. I feel you. Like we were a little bit in the second season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, it's so funny. I felt like this ever since we started like social media. Yeah. I always felt like we were talking to like a younger audience. Yeah. And especially now like that we're parents and stuff, I think our audience is a lot older than we realize. Well, we know like based of our demographics, mm-hmm. but... I don't know, like, I feel like we were always kind of trying to, like, cater to, like, a younger crowd. Yeah. When in reality, it's, like, the people that watch us are typically, like, our age. Definitely. Or older. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today's episode is going to be fun episode. Fun fact, we started our very first season. Very with, first episode ever. Yeah, very first episode ever with the story we're about to share today. Obviously, a different story because it is baby number two. SJ. Starly SJ. J. You don't call her SJ. I think I might start doing it. I know. It's pretty cute. I called her SJ once you in did? a text. Oh, yeah. In a text message. Yeah. yeah. But you never acknowledged me when I said it. So I was like. Oh, it's just like natural. It's just. You know, SJ. SJ. That's cool. I could be SJ. Yeah. That's could you, I, should you. I be SJ? Like, that's kind of like. We start calling you like, SJ. Is that like my uh, rapper name? No, oh. your, your rapper name is Savannah Jean Alexander. No, my rapper name is Sav Dallas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With a Z. <laughs> Z- okay, I've that seen was. that. Where have I seen that at? You put that was that was one of your. That was my finsta. Oh, is this finsta still there? <laughs> I don't hope not. Well, it's private. So. No, yeah, no. I think I delete. I think it got deleted or something. But I can't be the only one that had a finsta. Also, how cringy is that? It was like in high school. I think school. people still have finstas. Yeah, like an extra Instagram account that's private that you post like things that it's basically like you know what it is. It's mm. close friends, but before close friends was a nice. thing. Nice. Yeah, it is. Pretty much. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I Do don't, you have a close friends? No. Okay. Do you? No. Imagine I'm like, yeah, you're not on it. <laughs> that's where I troll you. Just kidding. <laughs> that's where you troll me? First off. Um, yeah, I don't have a close friends. I don't ever, I'm too lazy to do a close friends. 
Sorry, my mind went somewhere else. Where did it go? I was just thinking, like, whenever it's just me and you, like, there are no babies around. Like, I feel like we're dating. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Anyways, what'd you say? Yeah, I said that uh, I'm too lazy to do close friends. Oh, extremely too lazy for me as well. Like, I can't even keep up with posting on my actual Instagram story. So what do I look like trying to think about another set of content? Like, that's just too much work. And it don't got to even be content. It's like, but also, what do I got to say? If I need to say something to a close friend, I'm just going to Just tell them. Or something. I don't know. Maybe that's not the point of a close friend. I don't know. I just, I do be feeling like people think I have a close friend and they're not on it, though. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast now that you just said that. I don't know. I just, I think that they might think that I'm just, like, out here just. Oh, that, like, you excluded them from your close friends? Yeah, I don't want them to think that. I don't think. I don't have a close friends. I don't think anyone thinks that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know, though. Yeah, they could. (laughs) But what are we doing today? Today? Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? Yes. We're sharing our birth story. How should we start it? I guess we should just start from the top, just like from when it all started. You started off. Well, I guess we can start because it's really similar. If you guys know Riella's birth story, it is like pretty similar, which is crazy because I feel like each birth story is so unique and that's what makes like birth such a beautiful thing. But um, let's start with my... 39 week appointment. I wasn't 40 weeks yet, so I hadn't passed my due date. Um, but I did a membrane sweep. I did not do it. My midwife did it. <laughs> but um, I can't. What day of the week was that? Ah. Anyways. Uh, she was born on a Friday. Friday. So it she was, was? It happened on Wednesday, I think. Okay. So on Wednesday, I had my appointment. I had my membrane swept. Actually, no, she was born on a Thursday. She was born on a Thursday. Are you right? Are you sure? I don't know. We can definitely find yeah, out. L- yeah, look it up. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Because I think, anyways, I'll keep do- going while you uh, find that. But I got my membrane swept. And usually they say with a membrane sweep. It was Thursday. Okay, yeah, so that's right. Because my appointment w- was on a Wednesday. Yeah. So they say when you get your membrane swept, if you go into labor within 48, 24 to 48 hours, then it was, they assume that the membrane sweep was successful. Yeah. And it could be a coincidence, but, like, most of the time, they'll be like, okay, that's kind of, like, what put you into labor. Anyways, fast forward to that night. I just realized, like, that early morning. So, my appointment was during the day on Wednesday, and then about 12.30 in the morning on Thursday, technically, um... I started having contractions and it was just like such a normal night. You had just gone and played basketball. Oh, that's the last time I played basketball. Yes. And you came home and like. Moment of silence. Hold on. Oh. Okay. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you came home and we were upstairs already like getting ready for bed. Yeah. I think I was already in bed and you were like showering or something. And we had just laid down. It, we were, it was pitch black. Like and we were just we were about just, to go to sleep. And we were talking. Yeah, chilling. we were like chatting. Like it was just like a very casual, normal night. It was also the last time we were just up talking normal voice too in know. our bedroom. I know. I just thought about that. <laughs> um, yeah, we were just chilling, talking about just like, I don't know what we were talking about. But eventually, let me just say from my point of view, Savannah just starts saying that she's having a contraction and she's just tracking them. But like she's just saying it's so just nonchalant chill yeah i was like let me just get my app yeah let me just get my app out yeah vibes i'm just like yeah cool i'm about to think i'm about to turn over get our little kiss and go to bed or whatever and that's all that was happening and then savannah kept saying oh and then i said i was like babe like i gotta really start packing my stuff because any day you could have this baby i had been telling you to pack and savannah goes no you need to be packing you need to pack your stuff right now I'm like, what do you mean right now? I'm not about to get out the bed and pack my stuff. We're not going nowhere. She was like, no, you need to pack your stuff right now. So we literally turned, turn you turned on, on your lamp and you were like, go pack your stuff. I said, okay. <laughs> this was more nerve wracking than the first time. And really? it, I wasn't even nervous, but like it, it's equivalent to when we called yeah, the, first uh, the time. very first time. And they said, all right, you can come in. Right. When my heart just stank, sank. Yeah. This time you over here, baby, you need to pack your stuff. I'm like, wow. In my head, I'm like. Why would I need to pack my stuff? We're not leaving anytime soon. But in your head, you think we might be leaving in the next few hours. Yeah. Because obviously with our second, like, I knew what contractions felt like. So I was like, this is, these are contractions. Like, this isn't Braxton Hicks. But so peaceful. it did feel like it could potentially be, like, early labor. Like, I wasn't in pain yet. Like, a little bit. Like, uncomfortable. Not like, oh, my gosh, like, I need to go to the hospital right now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that was at 1230. I think we... You well, we got up, turned the lights on. You packed. I was. Cleaning. I had nothing packed. Yes, you start cleaning. Yeah, I had to vacuum, do a few things. I was folding laundry. Like it was, 
But I was having contractions pretty regularly and timing them. And then we decided to call. I think we called around like three. And I was like, let's just call and see what they say. I called and they asked me this question, you guys, is just like never good for me. But they asked me my pain tolerance on a scale of one to ten. And I think I said like a four. And I was like, I'm I'm tracking my contractions. They are pretty consistent. They're following the five one one rule. Um, but I can still like talk through all of them and I'm pretty like I'm doing laundry. Like I was just like telling her, you know, that it seemed I didn't know if I was like in yeah. the actual labor. And she said to wait it out, which I kind of figured she was going to say. And I'm glad she did because if we would have went into the hospital, I don't know if they would have checked me. They may have sent us home at that well, time. Well, you went in. Oh, we'll get to that eventually. Yeah, yeah. So then they were like, okay, just like rest if you can. That's my favorite thing. I'm like, how am I supposed to go how to sleep? How are you supposed to rest? My wife was over here hurting. Yeah. But I wasn't really hurting too bad at that point. But in the moment. This is kind of similar to Ryla too. I did think that I was like in pain, but then you just forget how intense it really gets. So like in the beginning, once you look back, you're like, oh, I wasn't even in pain. But anyway, so we did try to lay down. So after we got off the phone the first time, we laid down for like an hour and then I felt like my water had broken, mm -hmm. which is almost identical to Rye. Similar thing. Like I didn't have like a big gush of water, but I just felt like I was in a lot of yeah. leakage, leakage down there. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. You guys know if you've been pregnant that like when you're that far along, it's just, it's a lot going on. Like mm -hmm. I've peed my pants. Like it's just different things. So I was like, is this my water? I don't know. And then I knew for sure I had those like disposable underwear. Yes. Um, Depends. Is there a bug? No. Okay. Yeah. Depends. <laughs> and I put them on and then I noticed it like filled up kind of like a diaper, like it, you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, my water broke. Were the contractions getting worse? They were. Yeah. So I actually learned this, that when your water breaks, it makes contractions more intense because Jeez. the water like sack or whatever acts as like a pillow. Mm. So when that breaks, you have much more like pressure and pain. So I was kind of bummed because I wanted to experience what like active labor felt like without my water breaking nice. because I've heard it's so much more manageable and I'm curious how I would have handled it. But anyways, my Nothing water compares to what you experienced once you actually got there. No. That like that pain was it's night and day difference. Oh, like when you the pain that you experienced pushing this time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll there. get to that. But yeah. yeah, so it had gotten more intense, and I was like, okay, I need to call because she did say I actually don't think I needed to call, but I just wanted to make sure. She said if your water the first time we talked, she was like, if your water breaks, or if you're like in a lot of pain, not able to talk to talk through your contractions and it's time to come in so knowing that my water had broken i knew like they always want you to come in mm -hmm. if your water breaks but yeah. she did confirm she was like yeah go ahead and come in so we packed our stuff you had an empty tank of gas yeah i sure did because i did not think we was going to the hospital the, uh, i think this is when the vlog started or whatever well the vlog where i picked up the camera i didn't pick it up all the time throughout this you guys will obviously see that but um i was like babe i gotta go get gas and then you, they said, don't go in. And that's when I went to go get it. Or did yeah, I get it? Yeah, the first time. Yeah, yeah we so called. The first time we yeah. called. And then I was like, okay, go get gas now. Yeah. Because just in case like it gets intense out of nowhere, we don't want to have, have to be like, okay, let's stop for gas while I'm in like a lot of pain. And I didn't even know the gas station like up here was even open 24 hours because we live in an area where like everything closes probably like at 10 or something. And there's, there's like not stuff open. And we're not used to that because coming from like living in LA and New York, like everything's oh, open all the time. Everything's open all the time. So uh, yeah, anyways. That's, yeah, that's no. So yeah, I was, was just open. like, oh, I can just go up the street. Perfect. Just in case something goes crazy and Savannah needs to get, get back or whatever. Um, but I go get the gas. I'm also downstairs scrambling, getting like the camera equipment, packing the bat. Like when I tell y'all nothing was packed. Yeah. I, absolutely I've been nothing. Trying to tell you because I was two days away from my actual due date at this point. Yeah, you were. It was early morning on the 8th. And maybe I was just thinking because Rye came late, she was going to come later. Yeah. I don't know. Because well, I didn't see any with signs. With Rye, you didn't have anything packed either <laughs> until we were in until I was in labor. So let me know if I'm not the only one's husband that does that. But um, I came back. They told us, go to sleep. We got in the bed. Yeah, we already told them this part. I know. So now what? Yes. And then I said, my water broke. And then I call. Remember? The second time? I already told that part. Oh, we, well, I went to the I went to the gas station before all that then. I know. We just backtracked a little bit, but I already told the whole second part of my water breaking. All right, pants. so what's happened next? Then we called and then they said, Yes, come in. 
I was right. We went no, to sleep. No, you just said we went to sleep. I already I said I know, and now that. we woke up, and then you called again. I'm, I'm here. Baby, I already said that. But I just caught everybody up. They was caught up. Go. <laughs> no, you go. No, this is your part of the story. <laughs> this is your part. I didn't call. No, yeah, we called, and then I just told them that I think my water had broken, and they said, okay, go ahead and come in. And... It was probably around like 6 a.m. at this point that we, I feel like we took a while to like actually get all of our stuff together and get out the door. I feel like I was very concerned. My mom was staying with us. So like, and Rye was sleeping, which honestly, thank God, because I would not have been able to handle the emotions saying bye to Rye, knowing that the next time we see her, she will be a big sis. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. yeah so i was really grateful for the timing but i went and woke my mom up and i was like okay like we're going to the hospital and i was like you don't have to wake up or anything i like gave her a rise monitor and she was like wait i have to get up and she like got up or whatever and then at this point i definitely was in more pain at home than i was with rye yeah and i think that was just because like i knew how much more i had to progress and just like how close and how intense or how intense it is when I'm actually close to like mm-hmm, pushing out the baby. Mm-hmm. So I was like not as rushed, but then once we were taking like our time it, and we finally like got to the car, I was like, okay, I'm in like a lot of pain at this point. I remember. But looking back, do you feel like I was in just as much pain with Rye in the car kind of? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so too. But like mm-hmm. in the moment it always feels more intense. And yeah. then you look back and you're like, Oh, I was fine. Yeah. Well, like we were stopping, not physically stopping the car but like stopping talking and stuff yeah i couldn't definitely talk more frequently yeah yeah so that's how i knew too like obviously my water breaking but also the fact that i like was not able to speak while having a contraction that was um a big part that like made me knew, know that i was in and it wasn't as emotional going to the hospital this time too i remember we cried on the way yeah with rye um i think we were more like excited yeah and it was like it was early in the morning and we didn't sleep the night before obviously like an hour yeah yeah. literally slept for like an hour um it just felt different we were going to the hospital and then it just yeah it just felt different we just really knew what to expect yeah and so i think it was yeah it was a totally different vibe because we were going into the hospital with Rye at night. And then this was really early in the morning. Mm-hmm. The sun was coming up. I was like, should we stop and get a coffee? And then. You did say that. But once we got in the car, I was like, okay, no, I don't think we should stop. We gotta go. So, because the hospital is like 30 minutes from us. Mm-hmm. And by the time we got there, it's so funny. Because I usually would be like, no, I can walk. I'm fine. But they were like, do you need a wheelchair? And you were like, yes. Yeah. Well, I t- when I, we pulled up and I was like, what are we doing, valet? Because the hospital that we're at, it's especially at that time in the morning. It's, it's jam packed. And you can park literally like minutes away. So. I get there. I'm like, my wife is in labor. Y'all can, she needs a wheelchair or whatever. Or I just said she's in labor and they were like, oh, she needs a wheelchair. Or yeah, whatever. you didn't even have to ask for it. I didn't have to ask. They just, they just knew or whatever. And um, they, they came and got you the wheelchair. I'm getting everything out. They're asking if I need help. I'm like, you know what? I, I got it. I got it. And how much stuff it, do we bring this time? We didn't bring that much, but I literally tried to tell Josh, you guys, he wanted me to pack in like a carry on, like a shoulder bag. Yeah, but I was base, like, base. W- yeah, but it would be better. I was trying to tell him this. I always am an advocate for a small carry on wheelie suitcase push. What I look like because push, it's way up. easier to function instead of carrying like twenty bags. I just remember the last time they looked at me crazy. They were like, "Oh, it's your okay, first babe, kid." We had a lot of stuff. We had a full on cooler. I saved my placenta. Like we had a lot <laughs> going on, but. Anyways, Josh is concerned about the wrong thing. Like, I don't care if someone thinks I have too much stuff. It was just too much to... I'm all about minimal. This next trip that we about to go on, I ain't bringing nothing. (laughs) Baby, that's terrible mindset. Okay, anyways, we get to the hospital. They get me a wheelchair, and they push me inside. And then Josh was still, like, trying to unload the car and stuff. Yeah. And the guy was like, are you okay? Like, do you want me to take you, or do you want to wait for your husband? I was like, oh, no, I'll wait for him. Like, I'm fine. Even though, because I think he was kind of like concerned because like he could tell that I was in pain or whatever. But I I told him, I was like, no, I can wait. And then 
Josh just pushed me up to labor and delivery. Yeah, I did. I had a backpack on the front, backpack on the back. I had a duffel, whatever else we had. We had to stop, though, midway, he- headed there. Savannah was like, okay, I, I got to stop. It's easier because it's easier to, like, work through a contraction standing. Yeah. Oh, That's why I didn't want to be in the car. But now that we're, like, stopped, obviously, I could stand up out of the wheelchair to, like, have a contraction and then we could keep it moving. Yeah. So we get there. We know. I know where Savannah had to ask me, do I, did I know where we were going? I was like, babe, I remember Yeah, because I everything. don't remember. I I knew exactly where we were going. We get on the elevator. We go up. Um, we go to the front desk. And did you have to fill out paperwork this yeah. time? Oh, you did? Or you filled it out for me. No, I didn't. Oh, I filled it I don't, out. Either, I don't think we did. I don't know. This time, they were, like, talking to us as if we weren't going to stay. Like, at this moment, I started to feel like we no. might be sent back home. No, because my water had broken. Well, no. I'm talking when we first got there. Oh, like I didn't they, feel like that. Well, th- huh? I didn't think they were going to send us back. Well, no, I'm just saying they weren't saying that we were either staying or going yet until they checked. Because oh, remember, like, they, eventually they they pulled out your diaper, well, your diaper. Yeah, well, until they confirm that your water has actually broken, there is a chance that you could be sent home. That's exactly. So, yeah, well, yes. So, um, yeah, so when we first got there, the lady was like, uh, the front desk lady, they were like, oh, she's here to get checked or whatever. And then we're chilling. We're chilling in the lobby. Last time I remember it was more urgent. They took us straight to the, they took us straight back. They did? Yeah. And this time we were chilling in the lobby. That's when I was like, they treat us like, this is just a normal thing. My wife is literally in pain. We need to get back there or whatever. But the nurse eventually came back and, yeah. and then she pushed and us. took us or whatever. But, um, yeah, eventually they were just like doing like the normalities. Is that is that the word? Like oh, we were in triage. Yeah, we were in triage, and you were getting checked and stuff. And this is what I was saying. They, oh, our midwife. Yes. She came in and she like had just clocked she on. Just clocked. We got on. there around seven, and she worked seven to seven, so she yes. had literally just gotten there. We were so happy to see her. She came in, and um, they were like, "All right, we're just gonna just check and see, blah blah blah,", blah. and then they took your diaper off. Well, no. <laughs> I had to stand. I had to stand up to because they they were like, "Are you wearing a pad or anything?" And I was like, I "Actually, have like a disposable like yeah. underwear, diaper, whatever." And she's like, "Oh, perfect," because then they can just like swab that to check if your water has broken. Oh, yes. And I stood up to take it off to give it to them, and I literally leaked all over the floor and like down my legs and everything. And they were like, "Okay, yeah, like her water is definitely broken," but they still like swabbed to check to make sure. And then they were like, okay, yeah, your water's broken. And then after that, they checked to see how far along I was. Yes. And, and I was four centimeters. Oh, yeah, you were four when we got there. Yeah. So when I had my membrane sweep before I had that done, I was two centimeters. Mm-hmm. So I knew I definitely had progressed. Even I was the like, past couple, I was yeah. like, I feel like it could be like a six. Like I thought I was like close. Because the pain was different. Because with Rye, you were only one centimeter dilated when we went in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a big difference. Yeah. And I know, like, the second time your body just knows what to do, so it all kind of happens true. faster and stuff. Yeah. But I knew that I had definitely progressed because I was like, there's no way I'm still at a two. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so I was at a four. And then from there, after we were all, like, checked in, we were in triage for not too long. They took us to our room, and they started the bath for us. And I got in the bath, which I know the bath, they, they call it the midwife's medicine. That's what mm. she said to me. Because it really does take the edge off and help with the pain. So I got in the tub like almost right away when we got into our room. Yeah. And I was like low-key nervous slash hesitant in the tub because it does kind of mask the pain. And so I was like, what if I'm in like a lot more pain than I realize? And then I get out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to push the baby out. Like, I don't know how fast I'm progressing and stuff. But I was just like trying to relax and stuff. We had music on. Mm -hmm. It was definitely such a different vibe. It was totally different. I mean, even just bringing the the music in there i don't think we started the music last time until you started pushing or something i don't even remember like i feel like last time was so much more of a blur it, it really was like this time like we it's literally set the atmosphere just for like just for this to be peaceful i think it has something to do with it being in the morning and mm-hmm. like second baby and we kind of just kind of know we knew, yeah. um and then like it was uh it made us feel good that the midwife because she got off at seven that day or something mm-hmm. she was like we got to have this baby while I'm here. Mm-hmm. We just got to have. So like they were trying to help progress and mm-hmm. do everything um, naturally. So uh, music's going, you're having a little bit of pain in the in the tub or whatever. You get out, you're hot, sweaty or whatever. Yeah. You, you just want to get out. And um, <laughs> the lady, the one of the nurses came in and gave you a, wanted to give you a hot towel after you were getting out. Oh my God. And in my head, I'm like, my I wife, like, I'm sweating. My wife does not want this, but I didn't say nothing. I just took the towel from her and was yeah. like, it's okay, I'll, I'll take it. But you didn't want to. She wanna... was really trying to help me. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm, but it was, no, it was kind. No, coming like, from I, a, yeah, I know what you mean by help. Yeah, but she was, like, trying to give me, like, 60 warm towels, and I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? But also, I remember I kind of, like, got out of the bath, like, quickly, because they had come in before that, and at this point, I I was pretty sure that I wanted to get the epidural, Yes. but I was just progressing naturally as long as I could kind of stand it, but they came in to let me know that there was a C-section happening at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. and at this point, it was 9 a.m., so... They were just like, be aware of that because if they're in the C-section, the anesthesiologist, then they won't be able, like, you have to wait till they're done. So I was like, okay, I need to get out of the bath because I need to know what my pain level is so I can see if I need the epidural or want the epidural before yeah. they go into the C-section. Yeah. So thank God I got out of the bath and I did probably around 9.30. They, the anesthesiologist has to come in and like, just like give you a brief or whatever about the epidural. And they hadn't even done that yet. So they mm. had to do that before they could even give it to me. So as soon as I got out, I was like, I'm ready for the epidural like <laughs> right now. And so then they came in and they, they came in pretty quick, which yeah. it was probably, like I said, like around nine. To do it or do the... Uh, do it. Oh, yeah. They actually. all, I think it all kind of happened at once. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was able to be in there this time. Yeah. If you guys know. I remember uh, you guys were saying like, oh, that's weird. My husband got to stay and I, and I felt really bad because I wanted to be in there. But then we later, well, this time we found out that it was apparently because of COVID. That's why you had to leave. Yeah. but Which it's, is like, I guess they want it to be a very sterile, but it's like. And they still said that I had to be sterile because I had to be on the other side of the room mm-hmm. while they were doing it. So, like, it still was about the yeah. the cleanliness, but I don't know. I was, bless you. I uh, was like, oh, cool. I get to stay in here this time? They were like, yeah, you just stand over there. And I was just out the way. I just wanted to be in there. Y'all Did doing something. Did you feel, like, queasy or anything? No, I don't get queasy about stuff like curious. that. Yeah, no, I didn't um, feel any type of way. I just wanted to make sure that you were okay, and that was that. So... Um, and then they, I remember at one point when they were doing it, um, your midwife, it was either the midwife or the nurse. They said that it was Annie. Oh yeah. Annie who said that the the anesthesiologist was a good one today. Remember they were like later on when I was in labor. Oh yeah. When I had already gotten it. Um, I think it was before though. Cause I think they said that he was like, he was just very well experienced or something like that. But anyways, um, they said that and that made me feel good about savannah going through everything because you guys remember last time savannah they had to come in non-stop to refill you and you were not you were in a lot of pain with yeah. rye or whatever and you felt like it essentially didn't work or whatever but um yeah i had a couple questions like people were like do you well they wanted to know like if i got the epidural one and also like if i did like do i feel like because i kind of essentially had like a natural birth because my epidural didn't really yeah. feel like it worked. Yeah. Um, so they wanted to like know the different experiences or whatever. But this one though, like we know it worked because we were chill. Oh my gosh. We made a TikTok. As soon as I got that epidural, I was like in literal heaven. Like <laughs> This I is could, what people talk about. Yes. Yeah. And I never understood what people talk about because <laughs> with Rye, I was like, I never had relief like a little bit, but like I was in such pain. I got really sick. Like oh, it yeah, was, throw up. Yeah. yeah, it was just not it for me, the first experience. But this, I literally was like, I can do anything. I think I was on the, we, we called rye. We like did. we were just chilling. Yeah. I was eating ice chips. They were so good. <laughs> you never, were going off They had the never chips. been so good. Does it, I think, does the epidural like dehydrate you or something? I don't know. I don't know. know. It's something about those ice chips for you that just they does it. They were really good. Um. So yeah, you get in the bed. You're sitting up differently this time. Yeah, they they said that would help me progress, which was so Looking weird. Looking like a queen. I was like, look at her. Oh, here, just propped up. I don't know if y'all saw. Y'all, yeah, I think y'all saw it in some footage or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I feel like you never see someone in labor just like sitting, sitting up. But yeah, I think some people commented about that like, too. Why like, why is she sitting? How is like she that? sitting? But they just said that helped progress and like drop the baby, yeah, lower or whatever, and yeah. it and it did. But yeah, you were doing that, eating your ice chips. Uh, we were vibing. We, we were vibing. We made a TikTok, and I was I I got some little editing done so we can post and like it was just different good vibes yeah, it was going different. on we also like posted in real time that we were in labor yep that which was, was different a, this kind time. of different experience um just planned yeah last time we didn't let anyone know that we went into labor except for like family obviously mm-hmm. um but that was kind of like fun to just see that like all of you guys were praying for us and yeah that was huge that was just like a cool different experience but um yeah so then we were I was chilling comfortable for a while. Yeah, like they told us to get comfortable and just Yeah. And then I can't really remember the next time they checked me. They kept asking you if you wanted to get checked or not. Yeah. And um I think the next time they checked me was I 
I don't remember. Was that like six centimeters? Probably six or seven. I do remember texting your family, updating them about a six or seven. So yeah. So so yeah, they checked me and I was like a little bit further along. They were like, things are progressing well. I think they thought I was going to dilate and progress a a bit faster. They did because they assumed that we were going to have baby by like Like one or two. Yeah. Early afternoon. Yeah. And we didn't end up having her until five. Yeah. So it did take a little bit longer. Um, but let's just, I guess, fast forward, we were j- just hanging, chilling. And then to where I was like, okay, I think I need to push. Mm-hmm. Like I'm feeling a lot of pressure. And this was the last time they checked me and I was nine centimeters. Yeah. And I, something was, I, I don't, I'm not going to get this like oh, exactly yeah. correct, but the baby was like sitting a weird way on my cervix to where like, I couldn't get that one more centimeter that I needed. Yes. So they did my midwife did some sort of procedure something with mm-hmm. her hand to try to help basically help like me dilate that one more centimeter and the problem was before you keep going i remember she said if you were to push it would like if you were like try to like push and like break through that or whatever like push the baby out it would get like more swollen or yeah, something it, like it will damage your cervix it would yeah that's if what it would, you yeah. try to push before you're 10 centimeters dilated. even though you're nine it's like you're right there but still i guess that one centimeter is yeah important so she was trying to like adjust do something while i had a contraction which was pretty painful i remember oh, yeah and then it didn't work so then they were like okay well let's try the peanut ball and they like put me on my side and then from this moment on, things get crazy. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Buckle. <laughs> like, I literally have never been in so much pain in my life. Savannah, guys, I what you want to no, you, you start. Okay. Well, well I was just going to say, but it's crazy saying that. Like, I've never been in so much pain in my life. But, like, I kind of already forgot. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. My neck remembers. I still so. haven't watched that footage, by the way. Oh, yeah, we have to watch it. Maybe watch it after this. Oh, my God. Because I have it on okay. my phone. Um. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Oh, it's it's only funny because like I did not experience this last time. You see it in the movies. You see, like you, it, it gets real. Okay. So um, the nurses are coming like in and out. Annie, we love Annie. Annie is like an, an amazing nurse that was like really kind of through there in the thick mm-hmm. the thick part of uh, this delivery. And Savannah, I know I can tell when the contractions are coming. I've done like my little research. I'll be looking. I can see the numbers and I know when they're coming. So that's when Savannah wants me to like squeeze her hand and stuff like that. So I'm like bedside majority of the time. Bump that camera. Nothing's near. I got my phone in my pocket. I think my eyes were closed for like an hour. Your eyes were closed for a really. I never really, looked at Like you were sideways. I had to really focus. Parallel looking at me the entire time. Well, not even looking at me. My facing me the entire time. So contractions are coming savannah is saying baby i, I, have, to I have to push i you did this last time too you're saying that you have to push or yeah. whatever and um they were like no just like this is your body just prepping and stuff like that um but savannah kept saying babe i have to push she's squeezing she's screaming eventually no like each time it happened it got worse it got so, so like bad. eventually i was like Babe, it is an emergency. Like, call. I need you to call yeah, them. Yeah, she kept telling me to call. I said, it's an emergency. I, I won't forget that. Yeah, I, I actually, then, there's one in, there's one call in the, the birth vlog. Um, I think this was like one of the first ones because I actually did call once and saying, times. yeah, yeah, a few times saying Savannah feels pressure. She wants you guys to come in. And every time I did that, only one nurse came in. So I was like, babe, I know they're not. And I, I was only doing this because I knew they weren't going to, but like, and I, I didn't tell you this, but you kind of already knew, but I wasn't going to call when savannah was telling me to call sometimes like savannah was like babe i need you to call i'm like babe just push through push through because they were just saying like your body was just getting prepared so i was just like babe just you got it push through push through push through i'll call in a second i'll call in a second <laughs> minutes go by i'll call in a second i'll call in a second and um eventually i did call because savannah like literally was hurting me so i was like well All right. i also the best part was i was like babe it's an emergency like i need you to call now yeah and I'm like squeezing the life out of you, but then the phone was like on the other side. So oh, we're going to that I was one. Yes. telling you to call, and I wouldn't let you go. Yeah, impossible for me to. So yeah, and then what? I was in my head, y'all. Like she's pr- we're pressing each other. She's pushing me. I'm like, can they just walk in, please? Just walk in because they can also monitor the contractions. They can see. Yes, from yeah. another. So I'm like, I pray they looking at the screen at the same time. I'm looking at it because these contract. It's like it's going, it's going, it's going. They haven't been in here for like ten minutes. Please, somebody just walk in. Um. And I think they did walk in when it was time. I don't think I called. I think they just. I don't remember. But all I know is I heard a bunch of people come in and I heard a nurse or midwife. Someone said she's like involuntarily pushing. We need everyone in here now. That was Annie who said that. Yep. So that means like, which I knew, like I literally was like, the baby is coming out. 
like I'm pushing, like I can't not push. And like, if you've been in labor, then you know that feeling like mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do to like stop it from happening. That's so crazy because remember, so with the, with rye and the epidural, explain that. How did you, cause you, we were, you could, you said that you felt everything with rye or whatever, but like this one, the epidural definitely was working in the beginning, which yeah. is supposed to, but then our midwife was telling us, like, yes, that's what's supposed to happen right up until you got to, like, push. Yeah. Well, so, like, with Rye, with the pushing experience, it was, like, so peaceful. Like It really was. I pushed for, like, 30 minutes, which is still pretty short for your first baby. But, yeah. like, I just remember it being very peaceful. Even watching the footage back and stuff, I'm like, I seem like I really have it together. Like, it was just peaceful. Yeah. And so now, comparing the two experiences, epidural both time, I'm like, now I know that my epidural was actually working with Rye a bit because I would have been like in screaming pain. I think mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's just like so crazy to yeah. try to figure it all out. But well, I mean, it definitely was working in the beginning because I remember you were in so much pain with Rye yeah. while we were there and while we were, even while you were sleeping and stuff yeah. like that, even though Savannah says I was sleep the entire yeah, time. You were, you were knocked out. Yeah, I was knocked out. I was like, um, but this time, like I said, like we said, we were having the time of our life, but anyways, the, um, we're going to tell you how long, oh, I guess you already know how long she was pushing because we said it already, but. Yeah. Um, Wait, we did? Yes. You said this last time. I didn't say it. It's in the vlog oh. and then we said it in the interview. Well, if, it's maybe someone's just okay, watching so, this Okay, so, all right. So, we'll tell you how long she pushed after we're saying all of this. Um, but, yeah, they start coming in. Everyone comes in hot. Yes, comes in But I can't <laughs> Actually, see. it started off, and actually, I saw it. It okay. only started off with Annie I just and, felt a lot of presence in the room. Um, we had a student. You oh, loved yeah, a good her. student. She yeah. Yeah. Her. She was very sweet. There was a student with our midwife and um, she came in. It was just them. And then I was like, all right, they starting to bring that bassinet over. I've seen I'm, I'm they like get the tools. They get stuff. the tools. I, I, oh, yeah. I see a, one lady come in. She like push ba- pushes back the um, the tools. Yeah. The tools. But like she takes off the thing. It's so dramatic. Wow. She takes off like a cloth and you see all the tools that they could be using or whatever. Dang. Yeah. 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 You never see this or yeah. whatever. So she does that. I'm like, all right, it's go time. I'm about to meet Starley Jane. Um, so here we go. You're pushing for like three minutes now. What's happening? I literally am screaming. Like I tell them I can't do it. Like you literally said that so I many told, times. I remember having a thought. I was like, I need to, what's the other option? Like, I almost asked if they could, like, do perform a C-section. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I literally cannot do this. And that was, I guess, like, even the whole the whole time it was, like, super intense. But once I got, I must have been in, like, transition. Like, I think the, like, her head was right there. And I had to stop because I wasn't having a contraction. That's her head cool. was, like, partially out mm-hmm. but not all the mm-hmm. way. And I remember being like, I cannot do this. And my midwife said, Savannah, look at me. And she was like, you can do this. Yeah, you can. And I was like, during this, no, during this, I am getting choked. <laughs> no, I like not exaggerating anything. Savannah's arm is around my neck. And I'm in when, while it was happening. I'm looking like that. I'm like, when did this happen? Like, how did I get in this situation? Yeah, I don't even remember. Savannah that. is squeezing so hard, squeezing my hand, too. I don't know how my hand and my neck is getting uh, choked at the same time. But like, she's like, yeah, she's squeezing, she's squeezing, squeezing. That's when you're saying I can't do this. And I'm just praying, saying, baby, girl, you can't do this. You got this. We're about to meet baby girl. I don't know what everything I was saying. We, yeah. we got to watch. I can't wait to watch it back. Yeah. Um, but oh, this is the part. So we knew going in. Um, with the birth vlog that we weren't going to show Savannah pushing or whatever. Maybe you would like hear sound or something, but like we were like, we want this to be for us. We aren't going to show that. Um, but I was going to film it though. Like I wanted it for just our for sake. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to have the camera propped up and just um, have that moment just for everybody, just for like our family or just us to see or whatever. Um, so I wasn't able to get over to the camera, obviously, because I'm getting choked. I, it's like it's everything's happening choked. very, very fast. Like the speed of light stuff is happening. My phone was in my pocket. This one is coming. My phone was in my pocket. There was like a little area. Got to get innovative. Well, you know, when you filmmaker, you just prop that boy up right there. Really couldn't see nothing, but I just wanted the phone there just so it can like be in the room. And then eventually I grabbed it because I was just like, all right, this is like I want I want to be able to see this. So I'm grabbing it. And Savannah is going ham on your boy's neck and um praises or praise 
praise or praises? I don't know. I always get it mixed up and you get upset. Well, I know the song. I know it's not. The it's Eleva- not praises. Okay. It's Ele- it's by Elevation uh, Worship was on, which is like a fast, you know, praise song. And um, uh, Rye came out to Million Little Miracles, just a slow, which you know. Which is so funny because that's totally the vibe. So yeah, it was very peaceful and like cool, calm and collected in the room with Rye. <laughs> yeah. And so, Starly was opposite. So that song's on. And what do you remember anything? Like you remember? I don't remember Starly coming out. Well, actually, I do now. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't remember the moment with Rye. I remember because Rye did a little twirl. Yeah. When she came out, I remember f- them being like, "Okay, she's coming out. She's coming." It like it did feel like it happened really fast. Yeah. But it's so crazy because after. I think they told me how long I pushed or did I ask? I don't know. But I was convinced. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I just pushed for like two hours. Yeah. It was only five minutes. You only pushed for five doggone minutes. But you know what? I think when I was in that nine centimeter dilated period for a while, like where I was in a lot of pain telling you you need to call and call, I kind of felt like that was like me pushing. So I think that's why it felt a lot longer. But it also felt long because it's just the most intense pain ever. So it's like, yeah, it feels like it's going on forever. And yeah. it literally was only five minutes. It was literally... Yeah. And as soon as she came out, it was just the like best feeling in the world. And I was so excited for this moment because with Rye, like it's our first, like everything is brand new. Like you just don't know what to expect. And I remember like, not, not that I didn't feel like a connection, but like, it's just such a blur. Like I was in such a fog when Rye came out and was like placed on my chest. But this time I was very much more like aware. And I think that if you're a second time parent, then you can probably relate. Yeah. But they put her on my chest and she wasn't crying as, as much, much yeah. for them. And in my head, I'm like, she, cried. she was crying. What you mean? This is good. This is good sound, good news or whatever. But apparently she had a fluid that was kind of stuck in her system, in her throat or whatever. And um, they were trying to get that gunk out of her or whatever because she wasn't crying I guess not as loud she cried, or just... Well, she cried, like, once a little bit, and then they could just tell that she was, like... Distressed she, or something. She had, like, the fluid, like, in her mouth and stuff. Yeah. And so they were using, like, one of those little suctions to get it out. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking at one point, I was like, is she okay? Yeah. And I don't think anyone answered. No that. one responded. But she was okay because yeah. I saw... Because, like, I thought about... I don't think I told you this. With Rye, I was thinking the same thing because I've heard of stories and I've seen stories of people like if the baby's not crying, then, like, they got to do, like, an emergency situation. So in my head, I'm like... I just want my baby girls to be crying when they come out. Yeah. So well, I'm already conscious of that. I, I knew, though, too, like, even though I asked, is she okay? Like, I knew in the back of my mind that she was okay because yeah. if she's not okay or if the baby's not okay, like, they're taking the baby away. Quickly. You know, like, if they have to do, like, yeah. whatever, CPR or anything. Was this before or after we found out that the something with the umbil- umbilical cord? Can we share that? Oh, what was it? Remember, it was like you couldn't pull her up because she was still... It was kind of like twisted, the umbilical cord a little bit. It wasn't wrapped around her neck or anything, but it was like caught weird. And so like I kind of had her like more like on my stomach and like... Yeah, she wasn't on the chest. I couldn't really get her all the way up on my chest. And they were like, don't pull her because your cord is doing something down there. So yeah. So anyways, they ended up getting like the amniotic fluid out of her system like as much as they could and she was fine she was crying everything happy healthy great yeah i got to cut the cord again yes and i see with right i oh, don't didn't see i that. don't remember that yeah like i i mean I, re- I remember it kind of but like this time i was like fully present like i remember you trying to cut it like for some reason like yes yes it was more peaceful with rye but there were a lot more people in the room mm-hmm. and like at the same time it was a little bit more chaotic afterwards maybe because we were doing like the um the uh placenta placenta and all those things i don't know but like this time when i cut the cord i remember obviously because i did but when i cut the cord there was only like the nurse and like the midwife and like the student in there when i cut it and that was that last time i cut it you didn't see it because like there was so much going on well i think my eyes were closed also yeah during like i was just like not like i said i just felt like such a different fog vibe like i wasn't yeah. I don't know. It was yeah. just such a different experience. But so we cut that and then baby girls on your chest and yeah. immediately we looked at her. And we were like, you look one like our daughter, but two, you look like your sister. She looks just like Rye. Just like Rye. It's so cute. Yeah. But also one more thing. I know you guys want to know like all the deets. Go. Um, After the intensity of the pushing, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so scared. Like I don't want to know how it's doing down there. I remember with Rye, I asked right away. I was like, did I tear and they told me with Rye I had two stitches, like it was very minimal tearing, but I was like, 
comparing the two experiences, if I only had two stitches that time, then I have going to have like 25. Like it, this is like, I'm scared. And I asked them and I had no stitches, no, no tearing, no, no nothing. tears. Praise God. I know. And that was like, honestly, something that we really prayed about, which I know it sounds silly, but I think that my healing process the first time around had a really big effect on my mental health and like everything I went through. So I was like, if I can just have a peaceful healing, I think that that can really help my postpartum experience this time because I don't know if you guys remember or know, but with Riella, I like couldn't walk. I couldn't sit. I couldn't drive for, so long. for like eight weeks minimum. Yeah. Like it was very brutal and which is crazy because I only had two stitches, but I just had a really, really hard time healing. So that was like the biggest blessing in answered prayer when, when they were like, you didn't tear. And like night and day. Obviously, you're doing so much more at week four. Yeah. Than, than like anything. I wouldn't have even been able to sit in this chair. Like I would have had to been sitting like this. Well, I was seeing comments and I didn't think nothing of it that you're even sitting crisscross applesauce, and that's just. Well, that was when I was like two days postpartum. Well, I'm just saying, even now for well, four yeah. weeks, I know people like. They, yeah. I, well, that's, that's what's even crazy wild. too. Like everyone's healing experience yeah. and journey is I'm so noticing. different. Like. And it doesn't really matter, honestly, if it's your, they do say like your second, third, whatever is easier most of the time healing, but like, it doesn't matter. Like it could be more difficult. Yep. Like it really just is a different experience every time. It's just, but, yeah, that's, that's, and I noticed that I saw somebody that we follow, um, or they, they like reposted something or something, but it was in threads and like, it was a thread of how, how long did people wait to have sex afterwards? And the responses, I'm just blown away because it it ranged from like a couple months to which which was like our case last mm -hmm. time like a few months for and actually for us it was a f longer than a few months for it to be comfortable I would and say pleasurable it was like at least twelve weeks or longer yeah like much longer for it to be even be pleasurable um but I, I was seeing that I was seeing people say a couple weeks a few weeks I'm just like everyone's body is different yeah like and everyone's recovery is different. Um, and now I'm seeing it too, just from seeing Rye and now seeing Starly, um, night and day, you yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so baby girl is now here. I'm trying to think. Cause afterwards it was very peaceful. Yeah. It was so peaceful. Like we were left alone with Starly like quickly. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, you breastfed like an hour later yeah. or so or whatever, and she latched great. Yeah. And uh, we had like the sweetest nurse. Is this one the nurse, Jazz? Yeah. That's what she was in. She was like a young like nurse yeah. or whatever, and she, she was real cool. So um, she came in and like she knew what she was doing, and every nurse that we had was just a godsend angel. Oh, 100%. Like we had such a great experience. Like I know some people like – I don't know, not that they're hesitant, but sometimes they're like a hospital birth, they're like, you know, like, what if you get like a mean nurse or, yeah. which I get because it's like, that will really taint your experience. Like, imagine if our main nurse that we had the majority of the time, her name was Annie and she was amazing. Like she was a believer. Like it was just literally the most ideal situation. But like, imagine if she would have been like rude. Yeah. We would have had was totally one nurse that I, but it was, um, thank God it was towards the end yeah, of there, us trying to leave. We only had one little experience she was in the room for like 10 minutes but she actually came in to do something it was for with Starly. yeah for starly and that's yeah. what upset me the most yeah and she had such it. an attitude and like and you had, can just you can just sense it there too. was another nurse in there and she sassed her and i was like i was like that's, that's not nice like i wanted to say something but anyways yeah. we had a really amazing experience minus that one little thing but um yeah it was like but it is crazy how similar, like if you guys remember Ryla's birth story, it's like very similar. Mm -hmm. I had my water broke with both. It was like a slow leaking with both. I was in labor for longer with Ryla. I was in labor for over 24 hours or just about 24 hours. And then with Starly, I was in labor for like 12. So yeah. about half the time, yeah. which, but still like such a similar, similar, but different, but mm -hmm. still pretty similar. I would say for them being like two totally different yeah. babies, obviously. Then uh, we had a post-birth uh, meal at Chipotle. Went all out. Yeah, because the first time with Rye, we literally ate the hospital food. Yeah. Why did we do that? Not a clue, but this time you had a quesadilla. I even had some of that quesadilla, and I don't, I don't switch up my Chipotle meal like that. Had a quesadilla. You had a bowl. You ordered me everything. I got you everything. Got you the salad dressing. Got you so I was like, my baby girl just crushed this. I was so proud of you. Really? I was so proud of you after seeing like you. More proud of me than with Rye? Yes. 
because of like the intensity or just because just the intensity and just seeing you already a mother and just you going into this and there was just a peace that was over you like you just your confidence it was just it was sexy you're sweet you'll go upstairs what josh like baby we literally can't i know well no we could all right then no i understand no no, i'm saying like people do (laughs) i know i know um but yeah had to pole Right came, y'all saw that video, and that's pretty much that's pretty much it. That's the story. That's the story. I um, like I said, I am proud of you. I'm I I commend all mothers who go through that, who go through even having a C-section. Like the stuff that you guys do is unreal, unfathomed. I can't do it. I will not do it. And um, yeah, thank God you don't have to do it. Thank God, literally, thank God. I don't what want if, to do it. What if he created us to have the man? Why didn't he? Like, y'all are supposed to be the strong, like... like <laughs> no, y'all is. Y'all the superheroes. Okay, you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, but that'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much. Buckle up. We ready. We're going to have some guests this season. Some... Our friends. That's what that... When I, I already... Y'all... It's not a podcast if I don't have a tongue twister. Y'all already know how I feel about guests on our podcast, and it's only going to be people who we rock with. So we're going to have some guests. We're going to hit some crazy topics. We're going to talk. We're going to do some things. Savannah wants to start incorporating, like, videos and stuff, like, to us to react to. Why are you looking at me oh, like that? Oh, I didn't know what you were talking about. I remember everything that you say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you want to do? Yeah, you just want to, like, react to videos? If I'm being honest, I don't... You don't remember this? No. Okay. Well, we did it in the last episode a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. like I played a clip. Like a, yes, you a, played oh, a yeah, clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and like us, you know, give our input. I have seen some comments of saying like, what do you guys stand for and believe in? Like, obviously you guys know what we believe in and things like that, but like we want more in depth. And I think, not I think, this season um, from here on out, that's what this is going to be. So we got that. We got maybe some live episodes coming. It's This is going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. I'm excited. I'm sorry. I've been staring at this baby. Lily slammed out on our couch. It's a baby doll. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> a baby doll. It's literally like this on our couch. <laughs> All right. But we love you guys, and we will see y'all next week.